You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring on the chair, on the genie of the lamp. smoke that joint. Chuck Clark future says he'll be out uh, the 23 and the 20, 33 season. <laughs> Who the fuck made the typo on that? No, man. <laughs> but yeah, Chuck Clark, um, they said it uh, officially torn ACL for any of those who were, uh, who were following along. But uh, man, <laughs> crazy. They, they said he's going to be out to the 20, 33 season, man. <laughs> Someone's messing up over there on Sleeper. And uh, Minnesota Marty in the house. What up, homie? Let's smoke it up. Let's see. Who else we got? <coughs> Hassan said, I didn't join Nintendo Detect yesterday on the bump and AEW Dynamite. Nice. What up, Antonio? Stranger in the house. What are you smoking on? Stranger, smoke it up. And Hassan said he got the NWO t-shirt. Uh, still no Iron Cheek t-shirt. I haven't bought, like, I mean, I bought this shirt, like, maybe, like, three or four years ago, you know? Like, I, I went on a little kick where I bought a handful of uh, of wrestling shirts. But it's been a little while since I bought uh, some new wrestling shirts. But, yeah, shout out to the Iron Cheek for sure. All right. And uh, just like always, you know, we kind of freestyle the Wake and Bake. And uh, Bogey is nowhere to be found this morning. Hope he's doing all right. 
And let me see. Let me see. There was, man, I'm trying to think. There was something that I saw recently besides the Chuck Clark. I'm trying to go back and see, but you know what? I honestly, I do not. I do not remember. It's still early. It's still early over here. And uh, Stranger said, I know I've been predictable lately, but uh, I'm loving my day. <laughs> I'm starting my day with a sour banana sherbet. Let's get it. All right. There we go. And Antonio said, Bogart making a phone call for me, trying to find out why I only got one card yesterday. Man, Antonio, I was rooting for you, bro. Like, man, usually the Jets are like, that. that's what's crazy is like, usually the Jets have fucking sick-ass cards. This was one of those ones where, man, it was not, uh, it was not too nice for Antonio and the Jets yesterday in our card break. But uh, Antonio, really appreciate your support. Always supporting the card breaks. And the Bengals. You got the Bengals next week. And there's some good Bengals cards this week. I bet you uh, I bet you it's going to fare real nice next week as well. Let's see. Oh, yeah. What was I working on? Uh, just slowly but surely kind of making it through. Um, what's it called? Through, uh, through rankings. And I've started ranking. All the uh, all the running backs so far. I've gotten through fourteen, and you you guys tell me. Let me see. Hold on. Let me uh, let me take a screenshot here and pull it up. And you guys can tell me what you think about uh, about my top fourteen. Let's see. And just slowly but surely, I'm just making my way through, like, all the positions. But so here's what I got for my top uh, for my top 14. I got CMC, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Bijan, Najee, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson, Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, Ken Walker and Travis ETN. So that is my top 14. It doesn't mean I'm, you know, drafting them necessarily, you know, because I mean, really, the rankings are just so you know how you value people. I mean, we still have, we're still going to be drafting based on ADP. And uh, what do you guys think of my top 14? Uh, what would you change around? And uh, my, uh, what's it called? My, my reasoning behind this as well is, I mean, C, um, CMC and uh, and Austin Eckler, like, duh, we know why they're there. Nick Chubb, I mean, shit, he's just always up there amongst the leading uh, rushers in the league, even without the pass work. Bijan, we're just expecting him to do so much pass work, you know, right out the gate. Uh, Najee, I think everyone's really, like, going crazy, like, just, like, low-balling Najee the way that they have been. and um, and so I got him right above Derrick Henry. And uh, and Dennis said, how are you ranking Bijan, college stats? Well, just based on what what we think, what I think he's going to do, like, over there. Like, he has the potential to go over 1,000 yards rushing. I mean, we saw it last year from Tyler Algier. We know that 
we know that their coach over there is going to feed one guy um, a lot. And we know that he's going to get involved in the pass game like crazy. So, I mean, I, I really feel like Bijan could flirt with 50, 60 receptions, you know, right out of the gate. And that should put him into um, the top tier of uh, running backs, assuming health. I mean, I make all these lists with health, you know, not being an issue that all that all these guys are just going to play like 17 games. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. I just feel like, yeah, the hype's real. And then you look at everybody in tier three and they've all got some kind of issue, you know, over there to me. I mean, Josh Jacobs and Saquon going through the fucking contract negotiations right now. Like, are these guys really going to put out the full effort? Jonathan Taylor. I just really feel, I do not want him. And he's just, just in the dirt. Um, Ramondre, I may have him higher, you know, than some other people. I think he's going to be solid. Uh, Aaron Jones, I, I probably have him higher than some other people as well. And then I got Brees, Ken Walker, Travis Etienne, kind of to round out my top 14. And uh, we're going to get more in there, but that's just kind of like the start of it. And like I said, it's not necessarily like I'm not going to draft Bijan fourth overall or anything like that, but that's where I have him. Like, And I'm probably not going to really have like any Bijan like at all because of where everybody's drafting him. It just depends. I know I have in a couple best balls. <coughs> I know I have them in a couple best balls, but that's about it right now. All right. Let's see. What else have I? Yeah, I have not started the wide receivers, haven't started the tight ends. Yeah, actually, I'm starting to work on the linebackers right now. So that is going to be – that'll probably be the next one. And uh, we'll be throwing everything in uh, in Patreon. And actually, let me go – we'll go throw this in Patreon right now just so I don't forget. go let's make sure the 420 crew on patreon is in the mix oh and just a reminder um if you are not a 420 crew member on youtube yet or if maybe your uh, 420 crew membership expired and you don't have the membership badge next to your name i put the link in there where you guys can sign up join the crew Get access to all the emojis. Get your dope membership badge that only exists on this channel. No one else has the Cannabis Leaf as the uh, as their membership badge on YouTube. So we're really repping the squad here, and uh, yeah, show and it and it supports the show as well. Don't forget to support the show because I think a lot of people might forget. Like um, you know, this whole production that we're putting on it does cost money. You know, even though we're not like paying ourselves necessarily. Uh, it does cost money to do all this. Just one piece of equipment that we use, the streaming service, costs over $600 a year. So, um, yeah, support the show, guys. We appreciate it. All right. And what do you guys think? I've been uh, – we um, we took a little break on the raffles. I just really felt like people – maybe they were getting uh, – maybe it was getting a little stale. Um, so I'm thinking about, like, breaking out 
one of these like top, top tier jerseys, you know, that I bought. I mean, the ones that cost like a pretty penny, but making it only like super chats and, you know, um, adding uh, Facebook or not, not Facebook, um, um, gifting memberships on YouTube. And then also, I mean, you could just pay for, you know, raffle tickets directly, but that's what I'm thinking. And um, I mean, maybe even doing like the Justin Jefferson, you know, signed Jersey, maybe, uh, maybe that, like, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm thinking about. I want to make sure that people are like, you know, into it and down for it. Cause if not, you know, we may just wait until the season starts and, uh, and get back into it. Don't forget guys. I also do a uh, live draft help. So if you're like, you know, obviously it's not really going to work if it's leagues that we're in together, but I know everyone in here is in other leagues than just the hustler leagues. And if you join the all access pass uh, tier, you'll be able to get like direct help from me, like on your draft where like, you're literally, you know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much there with you, you know, I'll be on my phone and we'll be texting, you know, back and forth and messaging. But if you want to give yourself the edge in some of these drafts, make sure you bump up your Patreon membership to the all access supporter tier. And yeah, just multiple drafts. I'll be able to help you with, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of, of cool stuff. And crispy said, if you have the drawing now, I win <laughs> crispy. You're the man. You're the man crispy. And you better get there in August, Crispy. We all want to see you there. We all want to see you there, Crispy. You better be there in August. Yeah, if you have not um, told me that you're coming in August, (coughs) make sure you let me know. It's August 18th, 19th, and 20th. It is going to be super, super dope. Trust me, you guys want to be a part of this. It is going to be so fun. We're going to have multiple fantasy football drafts going throughout the weekend. Uh, There's going to be um, like panels going on, like our our homie Dynasty Live. Stevie B is going to be in the building. He's going to be holding a Dynasty uh, panel. And uh, all these things are going to be filmed on YouTube as well. But whoever is there is going to be there to see it in person. And, uh, yeah, it it is going to be dope, guys. We're going to have multiple – we're going to have poker tournaments there. We're going to have – um, we're going to have like Mario Kart, like 64 tournaments with gold, golden eye tournaments, like blitz, like there's a mortal Kombat. Um, there's a mortal Kombat game there, like a machine, um, like an arcade machine, pinball machine, there, a pool there is going to be so dope. It's going to be so dope. And you know what I've been thinking lately? I almost want to start streaming games like from the channel, but like old school, like 64 games and doing it that way. All right. Still no bogey in the house. I wonder if he just uh he just let his uh his phone just died. Ah, Crispy said they, they want to gang up on me for child support. <laughs> Crispy, nobody wants back child support from you. <laughs> and Dennis said they want to see the crispy rings in person. <laughs> Hell yeah, Emil said Golden Eye was my fave. Man, I just I remember, like, you know, just being, what, 12, 13, 14, and, man, just, like, yeah, playing Goldeneye, like, all night at friends' houses. And just going back and forth and whooping ass.
early morning. What else we got going on here? Let's see. No real other fantasy football news that we've uh, that we've heard of yet. And had I known Bogey wasn't going to be here, I might have uh, I might have planned something specifically. But feel free to ask some questions, guys. And uh, yeah, let me go check some of these. Uh, let me go check some of these sleeper. Some of these sleeper leagues that we got going on. If I am on the clock in any of these leagues, please, please let me know. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with all of them, but it is hard. It is hard to keep up with all the leagues. So I appreciate everyone who is uh, giving me a shout when I'm on the clock. Yeah, I don't think I'm on the clock in any of these. I made a couple of my picks. Uh, made a couple of my picks earlier and uh, good to go. Damn it, it is hot in here. Let me go turn the air on. Stupid Vegas heat. All right. Okay, a few more people hopped on the chat. Throw some questions in, guys. Usually we got Bogey here co-hosting, and, uh, you know, the show just kind of organically happens. I didn't know he wasn't going to be here, so I didn't really have anything, like, planned. Uh, yeah, I, get, I mean, I don't know. If you guys are down, I can I can pull up the uh, – I can pull up my chart for, like, the rankings, kind of show you <coughs> – <coughs> Kind of show you how I do it. It's a little bit of organizing, you know, like that's really what it is. Just organizing the motherfuckers who are like starters and all that. And then seeing who's all there and then kind of plugging them like into place. I'm smoking on the the pink runts right now, but we're about to switch over to um, to some uh, strawberry mango haze brought to you by official sponsor of the show, Redwood Cultivation. When you are out here in Vegas, if you hit up a dispensary, make sure you get the flower that is powered by Redwood Cultivation. Don't mess with any of the fakes. Don't mess with any of the scrubs out here. And what do you guys, <coughs> for everyone who was listening earlier, what do you guys think about me doing some streaming of uh, of games like um, Mario Kart, GoldenEye, you know, some of those classic like games like that. I know that uh, uh, I know that, uh, man, it's uh it's old school, and uh, <laughs> I can't really play with, like, multiple people. That's, like, one of the things that sucks um, with the old school uh, 64.
All right, Dennis is down to watch some old school Nintendo streams. Sweet. Yeah, because I have the Nintendo 64. It's just the, uh, it's just, I mean, pretty much like we do with the cards or with the Legos. It's like literally just like setting up my phone to like, you know, stream off of the, the screen. I know that um, I did, uh, I tried it in the past. I was like just kind of curious because, um, it's like it's possible to stream off of the PlayStation, just like right onto a YouTube channel. And uh, the thing, the thing that's weird about that though is uh, I have no idea like how to get the uh, like how to get the mic and shit like hooked up because it was letting me like I, like if you go back and look like on uh, let me see if I can even find it if you go back and look like on the some of the first videos that I ever like live streamed. Um, like once I, once I live stream, but there was no, um, there was no, what's it called? There was no, uh, no audio or anything, but yeah, this shit is funny. If you want to go <laughs> check this out, this was like literally the first live stream ever <laughs> on my channel. And it's a Tony Hawk. Uh, it was when uh, the brand new, like, Tony Hawk, well, not brand new, but when they re-released uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and they redid it up with all the graphics and everything for uh, for PlayStation 4, I, uh, I streamed it, and uh, it's just, like, 15 minutes of me, like, playing, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and literally just, like, me streaming it, not even, uh, you know, no audio or anything, and yeah, let's see, when was this video? When was it? September, whoa, <laughs> September 11th, 2020, <laughs> it was two days before I did, uh, I did, um, it was two days before I did the very first, like, Q&A, like, start and sit um, live stream, and it's funny, on those, uh, those first couple live streams that I was getting, man, 20, 28 people came on the first one here, there was, like, way more people who were watching on uh, on Facebook than uh, than anywhere else? That's what's crazy. You can see the live streams that happen like during the season. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of people that are like chiming in, you know, while we're on the live stream. So a lot different than uh, the way that it's going right now. So just remember, like, you know, for everyone who may not be a Patreon member, like, we're gonna do like, I mean specific shows for like patreon members and things like that so like yeah you just you definitely want to be a part of the crew and uh, we might even do some member only like q a sessions you know as well on youtube so you know you just want to be a member everywhere that you can be and uh, what up Raphael? he said how's everyone feel about hopkins no matter where he goes i think he's gonna break uh so he's going to break some numbers, especially if he goes to Miami, if Tua stays healthy, which who knows how that turns out. I just don't think he's going to Miami. I don't know. Like, I mean, he wants a bag. Like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, he wants to get paid like OBJ is getting paid, like 15 mil, 
couple million incentives. Like he wants that kind of money. So I don't think he's going to Miami. I'm still, I, I'm still, um, I'm still hoping, not hoping, but I'm still banking on the Ravens being that team because uh, they haven't, they haven't really been mentioned. But they're one of those teams that is wanting to make moves. They have the cap to be able to get him or Dalvin Cook or even a combination of both. So the Ravens are still my dark horse to make the moves on both of those guys. <clears throat> I'm not excited about D-Hop, though. Like, no matter where he goes, I feel like we're literally going to be buying him out of his ceiling. Like, I just feel his days of being a top 12 guy, top 15 guy, like they might be over. They already look like it. Like, I mean, he's hasn't really had, like, an awesome season for a few years. He's been hurt. I mean, last year, the PEDs, you know. Um, then Kyler getting hurt. I mean, I don't know. It all depends on who his QB is for sure. It'd be awesome if he went back there with Deshaun, you know, and got over there in fucking, uh, in what's it called? Um, in, uh, you know, with the Browns, like that, that would just, just relink up the team. Hey, hey, Mike Joseph in the house. He said, uh, all right, looks like I got the green light for August, but only Friday, Saturday, have to fly out Sunday night. Well, I mean, you still want to, I mean, if you're flying out Sunday night, I mean, you'll still be there for, uh, you know, you'll still be there for Sunday during the day. That's when a lot of the drafts happen. So, I mean, everyone who's coming out, you definitely want to make sure that you're there, at least in the first half of Sunday, because I know a lot of people are going to be flying out Sunday night. But yeah, you just want to make sure that you are uh, that you're there for Sunday. It's going to be super fun. But yeah, yeah, Mike Joseph, there we go. Another another one going to be locking it in real soon. Yeah, Derek's going to be there. Um, Bogey's going to be there. Uh, Candlesticks in a couple leagues with us. If you guys are in the dynasty leagues, he's going to be there. It's Bogey's uh, brother-in-law. Uh, Bogey's bringing a homie along as well. So it's one of his homies from way way back. Um, we talked to Nelly now. He said he's going to come out there for a live silver screen breakdown uh, episode. That is going to be super fun. Um, who else is coming? We got uh, Stevie B, Dynasty Live. Stevie B has already reserved his spot. And uh, let's see, who else? Big Tons locked in his spot. Um, Peacock is not sure if he's staying at the mansion, but he's already locked in his ticket. Uh, Spencer the Guru, Zoo Crew are going to be in there. Um, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, we got to uh, – it's getting closer two months away, like officially two months away. It is getting super, super close. And Carl said he's already going to New England. I thought uh, I thought this was news. They just need to cross their uh, – cross their I's and dot their T's. Eh, I mean, I've heard that they were the front runner. I, I, I'm just – I'm not believing it until I see it because he went to New England and he left. And, like, we've seen it where New England, like, when people come there and, like, they they really want someone, they usually have to overpay them a little bit, at least for whatever they're worth. They didn't offer to overpay him. So, like, yeah, there's, there's no guarantee he's going to New England. But they said that, who was it? It's New England. And who the hell was the other front runner? Um... Dang it, I cannot remember who the other front runner is. New England and someone else. There was two teams who uh, they mentioned heavily in the mix. But yeah, we uh, we will see. We will see. And so, and we did talk about that 
that New England and one other team was the uh, was the front runner. So we did mention that on the news for sure. <coughs> and Antonio said, "You never know who uh, who was that Clipper player who was supposed to go to Dallas and last minute changed his mind and stayed." Oh, yeah, dang it! I I I can't think of uh, yeah. I, I do not know who you're talking about. Um, well, I know, I, I remember that story. I can't remember who the, uh, who the player was. Yeah. But he would, they like pretty much, it was everything, but him signing the contract and like last second was like, nah, fuck that. Not, <laughs> not doing it. I cannot remember who the player was though. And we've seen shit like that. Who was it? Um, oh yeah. Blake, Blake Griffin or, uh, or George. Yeah. Who, what the fuck is that other? Yeah. I know Jordan. What is uh, the center? Um, but yeah, it, it for sure was one of those guys. I, it definitely was one of those guys, Antonio. I think you're you're barking up the right tree there. And uh, yeah, who was it? It was Frank Gore, right? Where he was gonna go play for like the Eagles, and like he got off the plane and he was about to like sign, and then like he talks to fucking uh, DeAndre Jordan. There you go, Antonio. And uh, Frank Gore gets a call from Shady McCoy, <laughs> and Shady McCoy kind of like talked to well i don't know i mean this is what we think but kind of maybe told him his experience with the eagles and frank gore was like you know what fuck these guys i'm not gonna go over here (laughs) so until the until the deal is inked you know like anything can happen anybody could swoop in and offer you know any kind of uh any kind of different you know package package money wise that's uh we just never know Marty in the house. What up, bro? Yeah, Carl. There we go. Was the Titans. And see, it. I, I literally forgot about the Titans because, like, we don't want him to go there. <laughs> Not for, like, you know, fantasy relevance. I mean, I know he would more than likely be the number one over Trey Burks. Like, Trey Burks has pretty much just been, I don't know, like, what's, what's the word for Trey Burks? Like, disappointment is kind of just, like, one of the nicest, you know, ways that I could say it. Yeah, stranger, good fucking point. Remember how the Watson deal went down? The Browns were out of it for sure, and then they come back in and swoop with uh, with the three firsts and all that, and paid Deshaun, you know, all that money because really that's what it's going to come down to. Is he wants the bag? He, he said he wants similar money to OBJ. OBJ, what was it like? Thirteen mil guaranteed. Let's see. How much did he get? Where is it? Where the hell is it? Yeah, he got, it's 15 mil. 15 mil, and then he has, uh, and then it's like 2 mil in incentives, or 2 or 3 mil in incentives. It's like, uh, it's it's pretty much, it's a glorified 15 mil deal. Um, but yeah, but he's got the two mil in incentives as well. What up, Bakes? And he said, what the fuck, man? Chuck Clark already out. Fuck my life. Yeah, bro. The torn ACL. And, uh, it's so bad that Crispy said on Sleeper that it said that he's out till the 2033 season. Obviously, we know that that's a typo. But, uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty insane, man. Yeah, and, I mean... Chuck Clark wasn't really going to be much of anything, you know, anyways. But um, it sucks when players get hurt, especially if we have them, like, on best ball or whatever. 
you know. But that's why we also do 30 rounds, you know. So one guy, two guys, you know, getting hurt, especially on defense, um, you know, hopefully won't hurt that bad. A Chuck Clark, if Chuck Clark hurts your team, team might not have been that good to begin with. Let's just put it that way. So I don't, I don't think you really have to worry about him necessarily hurting your team. Bakes. Antonio said, uh, I thought it was weird that they signed Amos. Not make sense. Yeah, well, and I, I think <coughs> like Amos is just one of those. I mean, he's just he's he's a veteran that's been around for a while. Probably pretty uh, pretty familiar with their uh, with their defensive you know schemes and all that. And that's why they got him there. Like, I mean, it was probably going to be a competition between him and Chuck Clark. But I mean, Chuck Clark is old as fuck. Like, I mean, for for football, anyways, because. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's younger than me in real life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's 28, you know. Like, I guess he's not that old, but I guess it just seems like he's been around for a long time. And uh, But, yeah, tough, tough. And 28, now getting the ACL, who knows if he really comes back. Yeah, Bakes, uh, 20, 28, he's turning 29 this year, right? Let me see. No, actually, he just turned 28 this year, so in, he turned, in April. Uh, April 19th. So, yeah, I mean, not super not not super old by IDP, you know, standards, but you start catching big injuries, I mean, that's something that people don't come back from like I it's crazy. Like, I don't know, you guys remember Landon Collins and um I mean, it's like 2000 and I swear it was 2020 where he was still one of the guys who was like there was four DBs who were like the creme de la creme and like lent um and uh and Collins was like one of those guys and he got an Achilles injury and he's just like done. He's done. Like he never, never got to sniff a starting spot. Like again, after that, he, uh, he comes back and he plays still for the commandos, but now they got, um, um, what the hell are their, uh, are their names? Now they have uh, guys like, um, damn, why am I blanking on his fucking name? Um, but the uh, the strong say Cam Curl. There we go. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so they have Cam Curl who comes in and starts killing it. You know, at least doing decent enough. And like, yeah, it's like when you when you get amongst this age, if you catch big injuries, like you might never get a chance again to start, anyways. And uh, hey, hey, Derek in the house, Buck in the house. Shout out to the islands. All right. And Carl said, how can Burks be a big disappointment? He got injured his rookie year. No real QB throwing to him. He's still unproven. Well, being unproven and like, you know, I mean, what he's going into uh, his third year, right? Oh, I guess it was last year. I mean, he's a huge disappointment that he's one of the top like guys that we're drafting in rookie drafts. And like, he's not viable like at all. Like, I mean, that's a disappointment. Like it's crazy. Cause like there's this dude on, uh, on Twitter, me and him go, <laughs> go back and forth about like Lance and stuff. I'm saying how Lance is like a bust. And like, he is like anyone who says like Lance, like isn't a bust right now is, is just being nice. You know I mean? Paid three first rounders for him. I'm not saying he'll never turn into anything, but as of right now, he's a bust and he needs to pull his way out of the mud before like anybody thinks of him, like in any kind of, 
<coughs> serious capacity. I mean, shit, look at Rashad Bateman. Like, are we not disappointed in guys like Rashad Bateman? Like, he's like a huge fucking bust. And, it, yeah, it's because of injury and it's because of weird shit, you know, not going, you know, his way. But, I mean, still, like, I mean, it's ugly. Bake said Javante is a bust so far. Yeah, I mean, see, it's crazy because, like, this year he is. Like, last year, he wasn't going into the season. You know, he's not. he wasn't a bust until he really got hurt. But that's just another thing, too. Like, I mean, injury equals not playing equals fantasy people getting pissed at you. Like, it's not like, oh, he's like a horrible human being or like anything like that. But us calling someone a bust, I mean, yeah, prove to us that you're not a bust. Like, Javante, if he comes back, he plays the whole season, you know, like maybe he has a little bit of a slow start. But, you know, if he comes in and plays the whole season and just like doing solid, close to double-digit touchdowns, maybe close to a 1,000 yards um, rushing and, you know, over 500 receiving, you know, something like that. Like, I think we would be okay with him, you know. But we got to see him come back and do that, though. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, not if someone's a bust, it doesn't mean that they can't overcome, you know, the, uh, the overcome the bust tag. But we got to fucking see it happen. No, uh-uh, Bakes, nah, fuck no. He said, wasn't he third overall in the draft? Hell no, hell no. Oh, uh, if, if you're talking about Trey Lance, Trey Lance, yes. Let me, let's see when Javante Williams was drafted. I, I assume that you're talking about Javante Williams because that's who we were on. Uh, he was drafted number 35. So he was drafted third in the second round is Javante Williams. Yeah, he wasn't even a first rounder, but I think, you know, he was one of the top, uh, he's, he's one of the top guys, you know, that year. So everybody is just like going crazy, you know, for him. And like the, the allure of, uh, the allure of, um, of what's it called of, uh, of like these top running backs. It's the fantasy world that really bumps them up more than like reality. That's for sure. And uh, Antonio says, I still remember drafting Kevin White, <laughs> thinking that he was going to be good. What a bust. Yeah. <clears throat> and Mario said, I wouldn't call him a bust. It's like calling uh, Burrow a bust after his rookie season with the knee injury. Well, not necessarily, because like I don't think anybody would call Joe Burrow a bust after the first year because of, uh, I mean, shit, just his stats. I mean that that was it. Like I mean, look at look at Burrow's stats: twenty six hundred yards in ten games, thirteen touchdowns, five interceptions. You know, I mean that's a two hundred and sixty two hundred and sixty eight average yards per game. Like as a rookie, like I mean that's that's not even a good comparison, like at all. Like we would have to. I'm even trying to think, but I mean, first year. I, I mean, he couldn't stay. He he gets a shot, can't stay healthy. You know, has a couple games where he starts. Last year, he's the guy. He is the guy. Like they told Jimmy, you are the backup now because we are going full force with Lance. He gets hurt. Like he didn't do anything in those couple games to be like, wow, Lance is like the dude, and nobody is ever taking his spot because Jimmy came in, got hurt. Brock Purdy came in and he stole his job. Like Brock Purdy stole Lance's job. That's why Lance is a bust. Like, man, you go from year one 
You're a backup learning the system. You're two, you're the guy. You're three, you're the glorified backup. Like that is um, <laughs> progression and then massive regression. Like that's why I call Lance a bust. And uh, let's see. And uh, Marty said, so he's like Charbonnet draft value wise, crazy. I always thought he had higher draft capital. I mean, second round, I mean, that's not too many running backs are drafted in the first round. So second round capital, you know, I mean, that is top tier capital for a lot of these running backs. That's what it comes down to. And Carl said, so expect all rookie wide receivers to hit top 20 in uh, fantasy football automatically. No, I never said that. But <clears throat> because of guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, like it, th- I'm hearing dumbass people on Twitter saying that JSN is going to lead the fucking Seahawks in receptions and in yards in year one. It's fucking stupid. You know, I mean, it's, it's all about where you go. That, that's really what it comes down to. And no, it, uh, and it's not that hard to hit top 20. Like, I mean, let, let's just keep it real. Like, look at some of the guys' stats who are in the top 20. Like, not everyone in the top 20 is even a 1,000-yard receiver, you know. So, like, that's just one of those things to remember as well. But it's all about, like, what happens with these guys. Like, Lance, come on, bro. Lance was drafted third overall in the NFL. He was drafted in the first round of every Superflex. Um, uh, every super flex dynasty league out there. Like that's a bust. I can't use him for three years, three years plus. Like that is a bust in, in fantasy football. If he was a defensive player, we would have already cut him. But because he's a QB, <laughs> we hold on to him with the hopes that he's going to play. But every time he's played, he's gotten hurt. Like how many times does someone have to get hurt or like come up short like before someone will say, okay, maybe he is a bust. Maybe he's not that good. But like three years in the NFL, that's not long enough to prove that like you're good. Like most people's careers are not even three years. Like that's what we got to remember. And Marty said, uh, where was Lance going in the rookie drafts? I didn't play Dynasty then. Early, early, because who got drafted the year of Lance? That was, uh, let me see. Who went before him that year? It was T-Law. Like, T-Law was going, like, you know, pretty much first overall, like, that year. But uh, let's see. Um, Yeah, see, that's what's crazy is, like, that year it was Trey Lance. It was Lawrence, Wilson, Trey Lance, um, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. So that was the year with the five guys. And Trey Lance was going, like, right behind T-Law in all these drafts, like, pretty much. Like, I mean, obviously, there's other skill positions, you know, in there. But, like, Mac Jones, he was going way later, you know, than Trey Lance. Justin Fields was going later than Trey Lance. Like, everybody thought that Trey Lance had the highest upside of any QB in that draft. And, like, there was so many people who were like, man, I'd rather just have, like, Trey Lance than, like, T-Law. And, like, the hype of where, what everybody thought about him, it has to regress (laughs) somewhere, you know, like a guy can't be this hyped and this touted and third year in, you know, we don't even know what the fuck he's going to be.
and uh, Dennis Lance is, uh, is off-season training with Mahomes, right? That will definitely help his image and likeness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is, what it is you know? And uh, Banks had done that year. Lance was drafted. Most of the quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Um, yeah, so Lance was drafted. What was he drafted? Third. It was, uh, it was like T-Law at one, Zach Wilson at two. Um Lance at three fields was like nine or 10. And then uh, Mac Jones was like 15. And that was crazy. I mean, five QBs drafted in the top 15. Like that was insane. And what up office? He said, uh, morning guys, fantasy related. They found debris on the surface near that Titanic sub location. So not fantasy related. You mean. Oh man. And Marty said, can anyone say Richardson <laughs> too much hype in my opinion? Yeah, like, I mean, he's, uh, like, I think that he has the biggest possibility of busting because, like, every, like not everyone, but I guess when the general consensus is, like, seems like everyone, I just say everyone, they're saying Richardson is the high, has the highest ceiling out of, like, everybody. Like, this screams, like, everything that was going on with, like, Lance. Everything. And, like, even with Lance specifically – it was like, oh, he had such a great year, like in college, and he doesn't play during the COVID year. <coughs> and, uh, and like, how is people's argument he went to the same college as Carson Wentz? Like, that's not good. Like, Carson Wentz is the only one that's come out of this school. Like, we think of Carson Wentz as a bum, like, now. So... And uh, Marty said, I don't get the submarine shit. U.S. Navy subs go around 4,200 feet deep. The Titanic is 12,000 feet deep. Yeah, man, just more of these conspiracy theories with uh, with a lot of this shit, right? And uh, Bogey resurfaced. He just said his daughter is up and uh, and going crazy. So he said he'll try to hop on if uh, if we're still going. But he uh, we usually do the uh, we do the morning show before she wakes up. So able to smoke and shit and all that but yeah we're gonna get ready to get up out of here we've been going for an hour and uh what up charlie brown he said watch richardson break a 60 yard run in preseason and the hype will be even crazier for sure for sure and it's not that richardson can't do good i mean i'm not saying that he can't do good but i mean we we gotta see it with the arm man like i mean that's really what it comes down to like even lance like specifically Everybody loves him because of, like, his rushing ability, not even because of his passing ability. Like, he's really raw, like, as a passer. Yeah, at the office said tin can, not really a sub. That's funny. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get how they expect to make it down there on the average Navy sub. Nowhere near that. Yeah, it's nuts. And said, uh, Carl said it's a small sub. It's like comparing a DC-10 to a 747. Fuck craziness and come on man when was the titanic what year was the titanic 19 what let's see what year is it 20 what i mean 19 what oh 100, literally 100, 100 years ago oh 1912 okay now so 110 years ago Oh, and who's going to do the best ball draft with us, guys? We're going to do a fast draft today. 
It's gonna start around. Um, it's it's gonna start around like five o'clock. Um, we're gonna do the draft order race and stuff before then. But we need three more people who's gonna draft with us. Who's gonna step it up? And uh, so we fill this draft. Three more peeps, and uh, we'll be shouting it out on. Uh, we'll be shouting it out on the shows. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, we got a new guy who's... uh... We got a new guy who's in the league, and uh, yeah, he's excited. He was like, I hope we get the three more people. He's like, I want to draft today. <laughs> I want to draft today, too. And uh, what up, stranger? He said they make subs. I can go to the bottom of the Marina's Trench, way deeper than 30,000 feet, so 12K doesn't sound like it couldn't be. Okay. And what up, Matt? He said uh, they don't even have windows. It's all seen on camera. Why would they go down there? Yeah, it's hella dark, right? Why is it interesting? I feel like they should travel on the surface of the water with another boat until they get over the Titanic and then just drop straight down, uh, connected to a wire or something. Ooh. And Carl said, uh, Traylon can't be labeled a bust while Malik Willis and Josh Dobbs does his QB. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was his QB too. I mean, Ryan Tannehill just got hurt <laughs> for a couple games. And I said, by that logic, I'd call Devonta Smith a bust after his rookie year. How was Devonta Smith a bust after his rookie year when he uh, had, a, what, a thousand, didn't he break a thousand yards as a rookie? It's just bad examples of what, uh, it's just bad examples Let's see. And I didn't even say Trey Burks was a bust. I said he's a disappointment. And uh, no, what was it? Okay, I guess he only had 900 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, I don't know how we call that a bust as uh, as a rookie. And then the second year, you take a jump to almost 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. Was Burks, what did he do? I mean, he played in 11 games. Like, that's the thing. He played in 11 games, 444 yards, one touchdown. Catch rate, 61%. That's not horrible. Probably average. And Carl said, Tannehill sucks too, thanks. Yeah, tell that to A.J. Brown. I know, uh, you know, every year isn't uh, created equal. But let's see what A.J. Brown did with, uh, with Ryan Tannehill. Um, as a rookie, 1,051 yards, eight touchdowns, um, and only starting 11 games. Um, as a sophomore, he only plays 14 games. He started 12, 1,075 uh, yards, 11 touchdowns. And then in 2021, he only plays 13 games, 869 yards, five touchdowns. Um, A.J. Brown was not drafted as high as Traylon Burks was uh, was drafted either um got to remember that so i mean i don't know 
like see like that's that's the thing like i mean we we can compare you know we can compare things and yeah things are always different but he played 11 games burks did 11 games he only started six but i mean shit nobody else was there either like who else was there to contest any kind of fucking uh <coughs> i shouldn't uh shouldn't burks make these qbs better as well um i mean he's a first round draft pick aj brown was not a first round draft pick like we can't like how can aj brown make Tannehill better you know, and that's an argument, but because Burks didn't make Tannehill better in the games that he played with them, like, how's that not, you know, the opposite argument of what we got here? And Devo, what up, Devo? Let's smoke it up, homie. I'm smoking another bowl of this strawberry mango haze. Let's get it. All right. And uh, Bake said Devontae was a Heisman Trophy. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, wait, actually, you might be right. He did, did he? Yeah, he did get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me pull up Trey Burke. Let's see what kind of awards he won in college. First team all SEC. Made the SEC all freshman team. I mean, that's big time for sure. And uh, Carl said, uh, Devonta was an elite after his therefore. He's a disappointment. Burks played in 10. I don't understand the argument. Like, <laughs> Devonta Smith has only gotten better. And I totally forgot about him winning the Heisman because I don't watch college football. So I, I just don't get the comparison. Um, Devonta Smith was drafted a lot higher. But I don't think one person on this fantasy football world would say that Devonta Smith is, uh, is a disappointment. I was actually super excited to uh, to draft him everywhere that I could last year because everybody was saying he was going to suck because of A.J. Brown. And, and a lot of people were saying A.J. Brown was going to suck with Hurts and that Hurts couldn't support, um, you know, two top 20 receivers or whatever. And I had a shitload of A.J. Brown. I had a shitload of Devonta Smith. And uh, Carl said, so A.J. Brown was better. It has nothing to do with Burks' future. I didn't say any. I didn't say Burks' future is going to suck. I said he's a disappointment as of right now. And I also said that guys can shake those kind of, uh, those kind of narratives. But it's going to take him shaking the narrative to prove to us that he's not a disappointment. <laughs> why my expectations are uh, – why, why are they unrealistic? <laughs> <clears throat> because I want players to play and uh, and show us that uh, and show us some light that they can uh, that they can do solid. Explain to me how my expectations are unrealistic. Because <laughs> uh, we pretty much uh, the 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 more that we've talked, we've pretty much nailed it down to injuries equal disappointment in fantasy and a lot will come from injury because we were all this started with uh javante well i guess it all started with me calling lance like a bust as well and uh but then some um, then uh I, I can't remember who brought up 
uh, Javante. And uh, they're saying Javante is kind of a bust right now. And then I brought it back to like last year preseason. Like this is how much shit can change from year to year. Because last year in the preseason, he wasn't considered a bust. He wasn't really considered a bust until he got hurt and tore his ACL last year. And now everybody is like super down, you know, on him compared to last year. So guys can change the narrative. It's just going to take them changing the narrative. And, uh, yeah, Office said Smith stepped it up last year. Hell, yeah, he did. 1,200 yards damn near. Seven touchdowns. That's great for a sophomore season. Especially when everybody said he wasn't going to do that. And I drafted him in the eighth round in, like, multiple drafts and, like, just, man, just feeling amazing about it. Antonio saying Smith, a disappointment. Sounds like the guy saying Tyreek Hill's a bust. And we just don't hang out with guys like that anymore. People say stupid shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Hill's going to be a bust. And then goes on to, like, damn near lead the NFL in uh, in receiving. <laughs> and, yeah, see, office, Burks hasn't had a breakout game. If I saw it from Burks, like, does everybody remember what happened with Burks last year? Like he gets drafted. He get AJ Brown is pretty much traded for them to get Burks in training. Like before training camp in OTAs, we're already hearing, you know, stuff about him. His conditioning is not doing, is not, you know, great. And just everything has been negative about Burks ever since he's came in. So yeah, he's definitely got to turn things around for us to see him in a different light. And uh, Bake said uh, Traylon's younger than uh, is younger than Cooper the Pooper Scooper. Yeah, he is. And Charlie said Titans acted like they could replace um, could replace AJ Brown with Traylon, and uh, is having the asthma attacks for sure. And seeing like it's not my fault that he has asthma. It's not my fault that that was like the narrative, you know, preseason, like right off the bat. You know, like that's just one of those things that sucks. Like he's got like. In the NFL, you only get so long before, like, they're like, all right, like, look at Rashad Bateman. They go out and draft Zay Flowers. Rashad Bateman's going into his third year, you know? And, uh, I mean, because, like, I don't know, by Carl's standards, like, maybe we'll say, like, Rashad Bateman, you know, isn't a, a bust or a disappointment. I would say at minimum, Rashad Bateman is a disappointment, like, for sure. And we should be able to say that we're disappointed in some of these players when they can't stay on the field. You know, yeah, injuries suck, but it's uh, it, it's a part of the game. And, like, if you just have the – if you're just an injury-riddled type of guy, you're probably going to be labeled a bit a disappointment by the fantasy community. And it doesn't matter if it's the first year, second year, third year. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Antonio said it's Titans' fault. He probably traded for him for sure, man, or traded him away, one of the two. <laughs> And hey, hey, we got Bogey in the house. He's resurfaced. Can you dig it, dig it sucker? Dig it, sucker. <laughs> yeah. Office said it's your fault that Mechie had cancer too. Damn you, Huss. <laughs> and see... Like Mechie, that's a perfect example. Hold on, it? hold on, man. It's all Titans fault. Let is he a bust? 
No, he's not a bust, but it's very disappointing, you know, going into his second year and we're no, now he already has like a hamstring injury, or at least he tweaked his hamstring. What, like, what, what injury? I mean, see, here's the thing though. What round is he? I think a bust. Are we just talking about people that just didn't work out in general or like a bust? Of well, I think we're more – I think it's, it all started with uh, with Trey Lance where I said that I feel like he's a bust going into his third year because of the progression last year to starter, regression this year to uh, Brock, and then someone brought up Javante. And I, um, I was like, yeah, I mean, Javante kind of right now is considered a bust to a lot of people. But last year during the preseason, he wasn't. Like he was really hyped last year during the preseason and it wasn't only until he got hurt that now people kind of consider him a bust and it's because running backs don't have a long shelf life you know and so and then uh and then trey burks i said trey burks is a hell of a disappointment like i didn't say that he was a bust but he definitely disappointed in uh, his first year and that's the thing like okay i you know um i I will agree you know when players don't produce their bust and whatnot I feel like if they're if they're young enough and still in the league, they have a chance. You know what I mean? Like you know, I did I say to... that they can shake the bust. You know, narrative like they could still yeah, do that. But it is very. I mean, I forget who it was the other day. Somebody was championing some player, and then somebody pointed out the fact that they didn't really see four, fourth year breakout receivers. You remember that? Oh yeah, it was Matthew Harmon. Matt Harmon. Yeah, talking about and he was talking about Gabe Davis, right? Yeah, and um, I mean. That that's a lot of truth, truth right there. You rarely see like a receiver just move around in his career and then end up somewhere or end up being something. You don't really see that with receivers. Running backs, you 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 can see that because I mean it really just takes an injury for some running back on a depth chart to show out. Otherwise, like man, it's really you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like an injury, like okay. OBJ. Yeah, look at this, Charlie Brown. He said Burks was a first-round pick like Garrett and Olave. They did more with less. For sure. I mean, shit. Like, yeah, I mean, Garrett Wilson had fucking Zach Wilson, Flacco, Mike White. You know, like, it's not like he had any great kind of QBs. And no one's saying he's a disappointment. He's on the fucking rise to where, like, he's being drafted as a top-10 wide receiver everywhere right now. Dynasty redraft, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the thing. Traylon Burks, he, he, I mean, his situation was fucked from the beginning. He's on a pat, he's on a run first team. We were gonna need to bank on like. Maybe. I brought up the asthma shit. You're, I mean, it's not my fault that he has asthma, but like, how come that was such a huge narrative? Like the first narrative ever I mean, for him in the NFL is the asthma. Okay, I, I want to say this. It's hard for me to like, you know, you know, uh, 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 it's hard for me to read articles or blurbs and have it hold water when they're positive things, right? In training camp and in OTAs and stuff like that, when you hear yeah. positive things, you know, it's hard to pay attention to that because, you know, they're just going to, they're going to, fl- they're all fluff pieces. But right. when you hear negative shit, like for Traylon Burks this time last year, it's like, hey, you know, he has an asthma problem. Then that turned into, well, it's really a conditioning problem. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, oh, this guy is not, and then, you know, you what does that sound like? This guy's not in shape. He sucks. That's yeah. what I. That's what they're saying. Basically, you don't want to hear negative blurbs like that. You know what I mean? Because right. Yeah, and then and then look at um, I mean, okay, Drake London super hyped last year, really fizzled out, and then he closed out the 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 year strong. Now everyone's on him. You know, Traylon Burks is not really that far from that. You know what I mean? The injuries is what how he missed time. 
He actually not had a concussion. He played, he played eleven games, started six. He um when he um, there was a game, he caught a touchdown and got blasted. Yeah, they they were playing Philly, so it was like you know what I mean. Like the kid is flashed already. I would yeah. actually, it was really the the one game. Who was it that they were playing? I think they were playing Green Bay, where he had like a hundred yards. I mean, that's really the only game that I can remember where he kind of flashed. <coughs> and Marty said, is Burks worth a third even? For sure. I mean, for sure worth a third. I mean, he's probably even worth a second. I, I If I had him, which I kind of don't, I mean, I wouldn't come off him for less than a second because at least you're getting a shot at an offensive guy with a second, even if he's not going to be like a top tier, you know, offensive guy. And uh, Antonio said, Wilson had the mill flare, Mike White, and he balled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Dennis said, they're entertainers. They're paid to entertain us. And uh, if they don't, we're disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, uh, it's, uh, you know, it sucks, like, you know, to kind of say it like that. But, yeah, here's what, here's what Dennis just said. He said, they're entertainers. They're, pay- they're getting paid to entertain us. And if they don't, we're disappointed. Um, okay, I like what he said. Here, I'm going to add to it. They're entertainers. We want. We will kill them if they don't entertain us. Okay. Do, do your damn jobs. Yeah, I mean, we dead them. I read it. We dead them in fantasy. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, and office. Uh, I don't know. London made the most of every opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And he said, and Burks isn't doing the right things often when available. Okay. What is he not doing right? Because you know what I mean. Like he. He didn't get the starting job, so he's probably averaging like thirty percent of the snaps to start the year. You know what I mean? When you're not a when you're not a starter, that means you don't know enough of the offense. So you're you know that's usually what it means when you're a yeah. rookie. So like he might have only been in like three or four plays. Like he might have had only three or four plays that he was installed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like as it started to progress, see Drake London, he was a starter out the gate. I think he was getting like seventy percent right out the gate. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And like you know, um, and he had Kyle Pitts there. It yeah. really didn't see. You didn't really see Drake start to flash until Kyle Pitts got hurt. I mean, so there, I can nitpick the fuck out of anything. That's why, like, I hate it when people just make these these blanket statements. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Drake Lennon, this isn't that. Whatever the fuck you said, but why? You know what I mean? Oh, Traylon Burks wasn't doing what he was supposed to do with opportunity. What was he supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like this is this is funny. Like I, I think people, because they have the power to post some shit, they think like they they actually have something that is worth reading. You know what I mean? Like most people are just thinking out loud. Well, I know Office knows what's up. I mean, he just wrote he just wrote a small thing. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I want to know why. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm generalizing right now with people in general. You know what I mean? Like someone like Office Depot is a smart dude. I just want to know why. Yeah, man. You know I mean? Like and, uh, Charlie Brown said, "All I said is uh, traded Burks uh, for Ridley straight up for him in Dynasty." Which side? Where I don't remember you saying that. Which side were you on? I'll take the Ridley side. I mean, see, yeah, just because, of, just because of you though, the way I'm wired, because of you, I'm trying to get Ridley plus. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck if Ridley is clearly the better player. The age is gonna make me move like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, this is uh, it was funny. Um, I was waiting for you to get on bogey. I was hoping you, you could. Um, uh, hey, listen, bro, I'm only two hours late. <laughs> fantasy flock, 
which uh, we always make fun of him. And he's one of those guys who just because you wear a suit, like people give you a little bit more, you know, validity or Remember whatever. People were like, y'all should wear suits and shit. First yeah. Thing, out to my man, Steezy. I was like, well, yeah, Steezy's back. And he actually wears suits and he got hella suits. You know what well, I mean? Like, well, I even asked him a time, well, man, what's up with all the suits? Like, we're yeah. going to figure something out where we make it look fly. You know, we do got to make the production look, uh, look nice. Sure. You know, yeah, it's not always sure. necessarily us wearing suits. We could be wearing other things that aren't suits that look super fly, you know, as yeah. well. But, um, okay, so Flock is, uh, he, I saw this thing, it's the dude who's always championing, champion, championing for Trey Lance and <laughs> posted, and it's just like <laughs> by Fantasy Flock where he's like, if you say that Trey Lance is a bust, like, this would only, like, come, I can't even remember, like, <laughs> Exactly like what the whole thing. You know what? Let me just go fucking find this. Yeah, shit. go find that shit. I want yeah, to. I don't even shit on this dude. Hold on. Listen, this guy, like, man, I'll, okay, I want to wear a suit and rob people. No, I'm serious. They'll be like, oh, he didn't ro- just rob us. He's wearing a suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're wearing a suit. Your, your advice sucks, though, but at least you're wearing a suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't look stupid. Sounds stupid. I don't know. What is that guy like? Twelve years old though. I have no idea. I mean, that guy. That guy's a virgin for sure. No offense to virgins. I'm just saying, like, this guy's trying to fuck. I'm sure he's wearing a suit. Nobody's fucking him. He's giving bad fantasy advice. <laughs> he's called the flock, and it, like, it's just funny because it's like, damn, how did these nerds know how to do it, bro? Hi, welcome to the fantasy flock. You know what I mean? And then boom, thousands of followers. I don't know. I, I think um, I think my biggest problem is I'm really annoying. You know, so it's like <laughs> I feel like you either really fuck with me or you can't stand me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if you can get through all of that, you're gonna get some sound, solid advice. Versus, you know, these fucking these uh, what are they called? People that the proclamation makers, man. I can't stand that shit. I, I'm I'm one of them. But at least, like, I'll put a logic behind my proclamations. You know what I mean? You can't just have these pro. So, Lance is not a bust. Well, okay, explain it to me, Flock. How is he not a bust? Because um, he's still alive. I'm just saying, like, by definition, and I guess you could say bust is subjective, right? I mean, some people could say, oh, he's only a bust because he didn't live up to the draft. Why did he take the shit down? <laughs> hmm? So I wonder. I wonder if he took the shit down. I'm trying to find it. I mean, you know, you know, that's what's funny about some people like that, though. Is like they'll post something, think it's prolific, get roasted, then they'll just take it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can, you know, that's but that shows how insecure people are about their own thoughts because no, I think they're not trying to. Most people, and I hear my opinion. If you take down a post, it's because you got insecure about people roasting you, right? And yeah. it's like, why? You know, you shouldn't be insecure about your own stream of thought. Schmitty's like that too sometimes. Schmitty is like that all the time. All the time. And Schmitty is never right. That's why we, t- I mean, you know, we joke around. Like, I mean, you he's getting saying, but we Okay, last year. Plus balls about takes. Yeah, last year, Schmitty said Jamar Chase, number one receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, before I continue with this, I want to say Schmitty is a curse. <laughs> you know who he was championing the last two years? Trey Lance. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy is just a bad luck guy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, there's there's no real analysis in what I'm saying. It's just from history. I'm going to go lower than on 600 rushing yards for James Cook. This is a running back that had about 500. 500-
Well, Tim Patrick at five. I'm going. I really don't get how people are oh saying Brock Purdy starting over Tim Trey Patrick. Lance. I mean, yeah, he was good for a stretch last season, but if you're betting against Trey Lance being a starting quarterback this year, you're betting against history. If we're going to go back and look at all quarterbacks that were selected inside the top four picks of the NFL draft from the year 2000 to the year 2020, you have a list of about 25, 30 names, and there were only two quarterbacks in that span that started. How did he not know the exact number? 25 or 30? Yes, those two guys were RG3, and who started 42 and was washed out due to injuries, and Jamarcus Russell, the the biggest bust in NFL history, who started 25. (laughs) So if you're telling me that Lance is no longer going to be a starting quarterback after starting four games through his NFL career, you're making a bet that Trey Lance will be the biggest bust in NFL history. I'm not buying it. I'm drafting the hell out of Trey Lance right now, getting him at a superb discount because a lot of people think he's a backup quarterback. I really don't get how people are saying um, Brock Purdy. Uh, we need to stop watching this. That was really terrible. Well, we need to show people he like said, we always we always wanted. He said to like have, he used the word supreme to make his sentence sound. We better. always wanted to have a show where we put these stupid analysts. Yeah, on. I know, but then you, you know what's funny too is like you're like I'm hella down with it, but you gotta cut all the clips. And I remember just watching other people shit. I couldn't fucking stand it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> as much as I want to shit on people, I still have to do quality work. You know what I mean? Like, I got to, like, actually find their bad takes. It's not hard to find them. Like, like, like uh-huh. this guy. Oh, I'm jumping the hell out of Trey Lance. <coughs> over who? Yeah. And what, in your, in your bum-ass single QB league, you bum-ass <laughs> fucking. Listen, bro. Hey, <laughs> that guy is shit. And seeing what's crazy, he's the reason why Antonio found us. So, like, shout out to him for, like, sucking and not, like, you know. Helping a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, that's how Antonio found us. Here's the thing. Like, damn. I don't know. I, I want to rob people like that. Like, you, you ever see people that just got it and they're just begging for you to rob them and shit? <laughs> and and uh, Charlie said the QB scene is just different now. Zach, Zach Wilson already came. It's not play. different. It's the same. What's doing <clears throat> is that people are realizing, hey, they can play super flex and make this better. Like all the people that talk QBs and they're doing single QB content. No, no, I think he's talking about in the NFL. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He said, "Well, because he just said Zach Wilson's came and went like already. Like, who's not calling Zach Wilson a bust? Like at this point, like I mean, he's never start a game in the NFL again. Why are we attach? I mean, people attach Sam Darnold to to bust. People attach. How come people are attaching Baker Mayfield like they should? Hell yeah, Baker Mayfield. I mean, see, that's what's crazy is like, oh, he won a playoff game, so he's not a bust, right? What the fuck? Well, I mean, technically, I mean, see, like I said, that's why it's all subjective, right? Like, what is yeah, for sure. until we have like someone's exact, you know, Webster's dictionary version of what an NFL bust is? Like, you know, it's all yeah. subjective. Like, I think I think somebody's a bust if I take somebody over somebody. And then, and then you don't know that until hindsight. Person, yeah, it doesn't do as good as the other person. Yeah, and then it's in hindsight. You're like, fuck, man, that was a bad move. I'll yeah. tell you who one of the biggest busts was over the last couple years, Robert Woods. Remember when Robert Woods was being drafted over Cooper Cup? And that was the year the Cooper Cup, like, real breakout. Like, you're I mean, not the big, big year, but, but you know, really? the breakout year. <laughs> I, I drafted Robert Woods <laughs> in a league over I, Cooper Cup. I, that did, year. I did it in one, in, in oh, one spot. I did it in Steamboat's League. I'll never forget that shit because I, I took Robert Woods. The very next person took Cooper Cup. He yeah. went on to win that shit, 21. Yeah. 
Because I think everyone made a distinct decision that year on those two guys. Is who are you going to take? Who you think's a little bit higher? And yeah, yeah. Christie said, "Yep, Virgin." <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, nobody he put the suit on thinking somebody's going to fuck him, bro. That's a Mervin suit too. <laughs> Do they even still got Mervins? I don't know. His mom it looked like his mom bought him that suit. His mom's the one that was like, "He's like, okay, honey, spread him. He's in there, mom." She's like, "I have to make sure it fits right." Fucking Virgin. Uh, office said uh, Mason had a funny interview at the combine with Bijan. He almost creamed his pants. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? Marty said Manzel for sure. Big old bust. Johnny Football. Yeah, Dennis. Hell yeah. And Bank said I started following after searching for IDP advice and seeing the channel pop up. After I saw that it was also a cannabis community, I was hooked. You the man, Bakes. You the man. Hell yeah, Bakes, man. You the fucking man. And I think that's what it's all. You know, I mean, I, I know a lot of people have uh, like found us because of the IDP because there's literally like nobody, you know, that does this like us in the IDP army. And I don't even know like who else does it on YouTube besides us. But um, yeah, that, that's okay. why I started going full force with the IDP from the beginning. We might need to hear that. Warren G, Nate Dog, nobody. Nobody. Doesn't matter. Jamie said all the Browns QBs over the past 25 years. That's what the smart that's why it was the smartest thing that they could have did. Trade the three first rounders for Watson. Because man, how many swings and misses at first round QBs do you need before you realize you just cannot, you know, evaluate the quarterback position? (laughs) I mean Brandon Whedon. Uh D Deshaun Kaiser. Um that there's an article on this. I'm just gonna look it up. Yeah, let's look that because I'm just I'm a, a manzel fucking base. Oh, this got all their first rounders. I mean, we'll just we'll just go backwards. Let's okay. go from the start. Uh yeah, <laughs> Four I mean, Browns. Baker Mayfield's the most recent. Right. Um, then Johnny Manzel in 14. Okay. Brandon Whedon in 12. Uh Brady Quinn in 2007. Uh, Tim Couch in '99. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I remember Couch. And I guess that's really where it is. They didn't really draft any first round QBs um, before it's, that. It's, so it's just the fact that they were routinely having that first overall or top three. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so polarizing because, like, then you know, then in the mix, there's the Miles Garrett pick yeah. somewhere. You Tim Couch was so good that they had the number one pick the next year as well in 2000. I mean, we see that a lot. With, with look at guys. all those picks. 2001, they had the third pick. 04, the sixth pick. Uh, 05, the third pick. Braylon Edwards at the three. Um, they had the third pick in 07. Seven. You know what's nuts? What? It's like the city of Cleveland should be really fucking upset with the Oilers or, or the Tennessee Titans or whoever. Who was the team that turned? They turned them. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there was no more Oilers and then – Tennessee Titans become a new team and the Ravens become a new team. There it is. When the Ravens became a new team, they take they, you know, Cleveland, they they shut the Browns down and Belichick was running them, bro. Yeah. And it was Ozzie Newsom. And then Ozzie Newsom basically poached as much of the staff as he could and went to Baltimore. And then the rest is history, right? But yeah. also the rest is history for Belichick with New England. But can you imagine, bro? It was him, Nick Saban. You know, um, Ozzie Newsom, 
You know, this was in Cleveland. They were winning. You're they were a playoff team. You know what I mean? Crispy. So it wasn't ninety nine million, but Jamarcus Russell was. It was a six year, sixty one mil, and thirty two of it was guaranteed. That's isn't that funny? Because then that means like when you break that rookie contract down into the five years or whatever, he was getting you know six yeah. million a year, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Ten mil a year if you break it all the way down. Oh yeah, because he only got three. He only played for three years, huh? Yeah, all in all, too. Yeah, so still ended up being the same thing, you know. Like, but he got that thirty-two mil guaranteed. Like, because now, like, we didn't even see rookie contracts where they're getting thirty-two mil, you know, that often, you know. But uh, let alone having thirty-two mil guaranteed right out the gate, it was his contract that made them change everything. Trying to remember what it was. It was like a rookie some. Symposium, am I saying that word right? Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so Jamarcus Russell was the rookie, and then you know they're all, they're in like whatever the the uh, the, pre- the practice facility, uh, and then and, and they practice in Napa, right? They training camps in Napa. Okay. So the Raiders, uh, and they used to do this thing where like the rookies, they had a big old like auditorium room where they would have like the meeting, the you know the the, the uh, position group meetings and whatnot. And so yeah. they had the whole team in there. And then it was a, it was a yearly tradition. The rookies got to go up and speak, right? Okay. So you know they saved Jamarcus Russell for last, but you know, and everyone's getting roasted. The rookies would go up there, hey, I'm blah blah blah. They boo, you know what I mean? They just you know the veterans are roasting them and whatnot. When Jamarcus Russell goes up there, he went up there. He has a backpack on, and he's in front of the microphone. He don't say nothing, and everyone's just like quiet, like it's kind of awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just, and he just takes his backpack off and starts throwing hella cash everywhere. Yeah. Oh shit, that was awesome. He started throwing dumbass cash everywhere. You know what I mean? Everyone's going crazy. But that was that was like the extent of his likability and his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not a locker room guy. He's not a football guy at all. He was just like some guy who had some freakish, you know, arm. Yeah. Like, it's so funny how you can impress somebody by throwing like 60 yards down the field when you're on one knee. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who did that same thing? Josh Allen in his little pro day. Yeah. Hey, look at this, guys, by the way. Like one knee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It does say a lot. Like, you, you don't have to build up the inertia to throw down the field. You can be, you know what I mean? On yeah. one knee and be able to generate that much power. It's impressive, but it's like, okay. So are you going to, like, fake take a knee and then throw it? Like, you know what I mean? When is that ever going to come into play, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? You you, you put a knee down on the ground, it's it's a dead ball already. So some of the highest paid rookies ever, Sam Bradford, remember that guy, 2010? Big old bus. Six years, 78 mil, 50 of it was guaranteed. Fuck. Six years. Damn stupid Rams. Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan, um, 70 mil uh, deal when he oh, came out. Uh, Dominic- yeah, and Dominican and Sue, 68 mil. While Calvin Johnson got 64 mil. Yeah, I didn't know they were falling like that. I mean, obviously, these aren't the guaranteed numbers, but. No, I mean, except for Matt Ryan with the 50, but. That's what's crazy, man. I mean, shit. Like, let's look at the highest contracts like this year. Um, it's way different. <laughs> yeah, what's Anthony Richardson and all them looking like, man? 
let's see. Let's see. Um, all right, let's see. Bryce Young. Oh, wait. Oh, those guys haven't signed yet. Um, he ain't got enough of that American money. So let's see. So Paris Johnson, the tackle that. Uh, uh, Arizona. Yep. Six pick. 28 million. That signing bonus was 17, so that's the guaranteed. So, wait, hold on. Say that again. His guaranteed was 17 million, and they gave it most of it to the signing bonus? Well, so the total value of the contract is 28 mil, uh, four years, and uh, and the signing bonus was 17. So, I don't know. Yeah. But if he get okay, so he's not, a, he's the first rounder. So, what's yeah, his? Six overall. Yeah, six overall. So, <laughs> That the, okay, because the, the contract because like you still have to pick up the fifth year if you get there. I wonder what his fifth year money is because that's right. fully guaranteed is that fifth year, right? If it gets signed, yeah, if it gets there. Yeah. And uh, let's see, then so the next guy, number seven, is uh, is Wilson and 25 mil, 15 of it guaranteed. It's the Raiders guy, right? <clears throat> yeah, uh, the edge. Was it you that I think you just drafted him, right? In one of our drafts. Like no. super late, no. Oh, okay, it might have been break someone next to you. Bijan, <coughs> we got a tackle there. We got an edge rusher, <laughs> and now we got Bijan, <coughs> twenty-two mil. He's a little shy of twenty-two mil, and a little shy of thirteen mil on the signing bonus. That's crazy. I mean, he's a first rounder, but it's just it's still it's still crazy the fact that he's a running back. And the signing bonus was 13 M's. That's hard. Yeah. Well, it's because you're getting, I mean, it, that's for the four years, right? I mean, I guess that's how. Well, I mean, the signing, like, you're going to have this motherfucker for four years unless you trade him. Here's the thing, though. With the option for the fifth. Yeah, and that still comes off the. See, hold on. It, see, that's the thing is like, is it a signing bonus? Because then that means like, that's. Yeah, a signing bonus. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. I never heard that. I never heard shit like that. Because awesome. uh, all these guys, I mean, uh, pretty much the number six. It's year one and three. It's year one and five that really pays them on the rookie contracts if you think about it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, because, yeah, you're getting a lump of it up front. Up front. And then if you can make it, then you're going to get, you know, that you're going to yeah, get whatever that contract says. Because all these guys here are on the books for three to five mil somewhere like this year. So, you know, like they're like nothing against the cap. You know, this year, mm-hmm. it's really when they start getting up into their fourth and fifth year, where they are like yeah, sign, signing bonuses are are basically signing bonuses are basically the cash over cap anyway, so it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Jalen Carter, twenty one mil, thirteen of it guaranteed. Uh, the tackle for the Bears, twenty one mil, twelve of it's guaranteed, and then the tackle for uh, the Titans, nineteen and a half mil. 11 of it is guaranteed. And let's see, uh, Jamie, what was Trent Richardson's uh, rookie contract? Let's see. Um, It 
was a four-year, 20 and a half mil, and like 13 and a half was like the signing bonus. Damn, it was a shit. It was a fully guaranteed contract as well for him. That's wild. get back to that page let's see if uh let's see if it'll show like what <laughs> jamie said waste of money for sure trent richardson fucking sucked i mean his rookie year he was good right for fantasy but outside of that it just really sucked um yeah so Bijan, his uh yeah it's a fully guaranteed uh it's a fully guaranteed contract so his whole 21.958 uh, mill is uh, yeah, all of that is guaranteed, and I guess the fifth year just isn't. Uh, I don't know, the fifth year is not even listed here, but yeah, I mean, I wonder if if all these guys, I mean, not all rookie contracts are fully guaranteed, but I wonder if like all these like first rounders are, yeah, because Paris Johnson. His uh his total guarantee is his whole contract. Let's see. How about Tyree Wilson? Yep, fully guaranteed contract for him. So it's the number six pick through the number eleven pick. They've all inked their contracts already. And let's see. Jalen Carter, fully guaranteed. Let's see, Darnell Wright, that's the tackle for the uh, for the Bears, fully guaranteed. So let's see, Skaronski, the tackle for the Titans, fully guaranteed. So all those guys have fully guaranteed uh, contracts. Let's see. Um, but now let's go down to, okay, how about Jack Campbell? He's already inked his contract. Uh, 14 and a half mil, seven of it's guaranteed, or seven, uh, seven's the signing bonus. Okay, but Jack Campbell's fully, it's fully guaranteed contract though. Let's see, let's scroll down to like, like Jordan Addison, 13 mil. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Man, are all these rookies, all these first-round rookies, like fully guaranteed contracts through the first four? Let's see, Nolan Smith. This is fully guaranteed. I mean, second-to-last pick in the, in the first round. Let's see, like, okay, Sam Laporta, second-rounder. Not fully guaranteed. Okay, so I think it might just be all of the yeah, that's crazy. All the rookies fully guaranteed. All, the rookie first rounders all fully guaranteed contracts. I mean, even uh, Felix, the dude for the Chiefs. I mean, I I didn't go and I didn't go and literally click on every single first round rookie, but everyone that I did, they're all fully guaranteed. Like that's wild. 
Miles Murphy, fully guaranteed. Damn. That's crazy. I wonder if that's, uh, yeah, I wonder how long that's been a thing or if it is a thing, if that's just the way that it's working out. But, yeah, all the first-round rookies, guaranteed contracts. That's dope. I mean, the highest ones, I mean, we, we read out the highest ones, 28 mil, 25, 21. So there's only one, two, three, four, five guys who have signed right now who are over 20 mil. But uh, none of the top five guys have signed their deal yet. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson, and Witherspoon, none of those guys have signed yet. But all of those guys, I mean, their projected value is all north of 30 um, of uh, thirty mil. So, yeah, let's see what it ends up being in the guarantees. It looks like, I mean, Bryce Young, He's projected to get the highest, obviously, is the 101. He's projected for a 37.9 mil and 24 mil signing bonus. Let's smoke it up, Marty. Let's get it. One more bowl before we get out of here, and we'll be back for FNT in a couple hours. And then we're going to get a fast draft going today. Who's going to join the fast draft with us? We need three more peeps to draft with us. We're going to be drafting. uh, We're going to be starting around like 5 o'clock. We'll see you guys back here in a couple hours. Peace out, beeps. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.